Should you ever set foot outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Monday, May 25th, 2020. Happy Memorial Day to everyone. Thank you very much to all the men and women who have lost their lives in the name of freedom in our country. And thank you to everybody who has served our country in the armed forces. We all appreciate it very much. We will be speaking to former Ohio State and Major League Baseball player Drew Rosinski in just a moment on today's show. Drew is currently one of the stars of the Korean Baseball League, which has been featured live on ESPN and ESPN2 recently. If you're a baseball fan out there and you've been starving for real baseball, the Korean Baseball League has come up large. So we are going to interview Drew here in just a moment. But before we get to that, the beat goes on for Ohio State football recruiting. The Buckeyes landed high four-star corner Denzel Burke yesterday he is ranked as the number seven athlete in the country according to the 24 7 sports composite although he will be a corner the number 183 overall prospect in the country in the 2021 class six foot 190 pounds out of scottsdale arizona so Kerry combs ryan day and the entire staff they just continue to kill it i'm gonna throw some numbers at you bucknutters Ohio State has had the number one recruiting class since basically this all started, and they just can keep increasing their lead. They now lead Tennessee, who is second. Ohio State has 301 recruiting points. Tennessee has 259. Pretty big gap, right? No question. What makes it even more of a gap is this. Ohio State's average star rating, 95.34, 19 prospects. Tennessee's average rating, 89.73, 24 prospects. And we know the Buckeyes ain't done and not even close. Now, Tennessee's putting a great class together, but they have no chance at catching the Buckeyes. Clemson has a pretty high star rating. They have the second highest star rating, not as high as Ohio State's, but still pretty high as far as rating of players at 94. So Clemson still has a shot. Ohio State, I've said before, they have the number one class locked up. They pretty much do, but you never know in recruiting. But I would bet heavily Ohio State's going to have the number one recruiting class in the country. And what's interesting is Urban Meyer never had the number one class at Ohio State. He finished second three different times. And frankly, the 2013 class and the 2017 class, if they would re-rank them, would probably both be number one in the country. So Urban, if you want to look at it that way, which is what really counts, Urban landed a couple of number one classes at Ohio State. But as far as the actual recruiting rankings championship, looks like Ohio State's going to win it for the first time in 2021 under Ryan Day. All right, as promised, let's bring in Drew Rosinski, former Major League Baseball player, played four years in MLB. He played two years with the Los Angeles Angels, played a year with the Minnesota Twins, and a year with 
the Miami Marlins, and he is now a star in the Korean Baseball League. Drew, it's great to talk to you. What a great time to talk to you coming off your last outing. Eight innings pitched, zero runs. You guys got the win. You got the win. And the Dinos, my team, 14-3 and three now. So it's a great time to have you on the show. Welcome in. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we're, we're off to a hot start. We've been killing it. Hopefully keep going from here. Yeah, it's so much fun. Um, and I'm obviously not the way you want it to happen, but the KBO being on ESPN. You guys were on ESPN last night here in the States. ESPN2. That is so cool. Probably nothing you expected would happen, but pretty damn cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really crazy. Like, we, we uh, always joke around that, hey, maybe a couple of my friends will check my stats when I'm way over here in Korea. But now I, I got all my family, all my friends watching it, and it uh, feels like the whole, whole U.S. is getting a chance to check in on the KBO. Uh, it, it, yeah, weird circumstances made it happen, but uh, it's been unbelievable so far. You played in Major League Baseball for four years, of course. Um, when you made the decision in 2019 to come to Korea, was that – I know they offered you, like, I believe $600,000. Was that an easy decision for you? Was it a tough decision for you? Um, it's tough because it, it's tough to, to think about leaving your country for a whole, like, year, basically. Um, but, you know, the contract situation's right. The, the setup they have here for us uh, uh, with the Dinos, uh, it's a great situation. And yeah, I mean, the guaranteed contract is just something that it's tough to get in the U.S. unless you've had a lot of big league time. So uh, yeah, a lot of things played into it, but it, it honestly was, ended up being an easy decision. And I mean, we enjoyed it so much here. We're back here for a second year. I've been following this very closely. I know like the fans are very into Korean baseball. We'll get to that in a minute. I know right now you guys are not playing in front of fans, but before we get to that, what's the culture like? What do you like about South Korea? Just tell us Americans what we need to know about South Korean culture? Um, it, it's a super respectful culture. Everything is based on age. So uh, there's a ton of respect for any elder. Um, just like saying, uh, any, anytime you see a coach or anything in a hallway, someone that's older than you, it's always kind of like a little bit of a bow and say hello. Uh, always, everyone wants to always be greeted when they walk in a room. Um, overall, though, everyone's super friendly here. Um, everyone, uh, takes care of whatever their business they need to be taken care of. And, uh, you know, it is tough sometimes with the language barrier. Uh, but for the most part, everyone kind of deals with us not speaking Korean. They do the best they can with us, and no one gets frustrated with us. Uh, overall, I would say it's just super friendly, uh, very respectful of everyone. And uh, it's pretty great, actually. Are, they, are the fans more – I know they, they love their, their players, all the players. Are they more starstruck when they – obviously when they see a former Major League Baseball player like yourself? Yeah, it, it is pretty crazy. Um, it's been weird this year because there haven't been fans allowed. Like usually our apartment complex here, there's always kids out playing around and stuff in between the apartment buildings and have a little green space for them. And usually I can't walk home without uh, like all the kids coming up to me and saying hello and asking for autographs and pictures and stuff. Um, finally, we, we took uh, some selfies with some kids yesterday after the game. But usually it takes me a while just to get home with all the kids stopping me and talking to me. Um, Hopefully, as this gets better, maybe we get fans back in the stands. Uh, that starts to happen some more because I enjoy that. It's great. Like, you know, in the U.S., I might have like one or two people recognize me at all. Like, if, I mean, <laughs> maybe when I'm in uniform even, like that might be the only time. So here it's kind of cool to, to uh, be a part of that and, and have kids come up to you and, and be happy to see you. It's really cool. Well, not, now you're a superstar in Korea and in the U.S. So, <laughs> uh, it's worked out great. Um, yeah. What – what are let's talk let's talk about the fans now hopefully they're able to get back i mean it's just i i didn't follow it till this year but apparently i mean you played last year the fans are just mm -hmm. crazy about baseball in korea and it's like a carnival at every game can you talk a little bit more it, about that 
Yeah, it really is. So, like, I, I mean, it's unbelievable, the fans, the, the fan experience here. It's, it's just uh, – so every hitter that walks up to the plate, they have what they call their fight song. So it's just like a cheer for them. Uh, so that we have uh, between like six and eight cheerleaders and a cheer master who are on a stage, uh, kind of like in our right, like a right field stands, and they are leading all the fans in a cheer. So the whole, everyone's standing the whole time uh, when we're hitting, when a hitter comes to the plate, and they're doing whatever arm motions they have for that hitter, and everyone's singing their fight song. And these guys have their fight songs for their whole career, so everyone in the stands knows what song is going on. And the whole, literally, the whole place is standing up, singing the song, singing along. Like, it's rocking the whole time. Uh, it, it's really cool. I mean, it's a party. It doesn't matter the score. We could be down 15 nothing. The fans are still going crazy. And, um, like, booing's not a thing either. They're just always so positive. It's uh, just very respectful and want, want the team to do well. They're pulling for them no matter what. And as a pitcher, if you give up a home run, which you don't do very often, obviously. <laughs> and Try not flip, to. And they flip the bat. It's all good in Korea, right? Yeah, that's just they, that's how they do it. That's just <laughs> yeah. kind of part of their swing. Like no one freaks out. No one's gonna get hit by a pitch the next pitch. Like it's just it's what it is, and uh, it's it's exciting. It's fun to watch. We got a couple characters on our team. We got one guy that man, if he doesn't do a three sixty spin around and maybe fall down during a bat, it, he didn't have a good at bat. So I like, guess just part of it. <laughs> I love it. Um, as a huge baseball fan, I'm curious about this because I know I've read a little bit about this. I think you guys are getting tested twice a day. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Just what are the safety procedures you guys are going through? So a uh, mask, like wearing a face mask is just part of everyday life here now. Like I don't even think about it anymore. We've been here for almost three months now and it's just anytime you leave the house, face mask is on. Um, when we get to the stadium, there's a temperature check when we get in the field. Um, and then we'll usually go check in the training room too. We'll get a temperature check. Uh, when we're on the road, anytime we leave the hotel to get on a team bus, they're doing a temperature check on us. Um, none of us have actually been tested for – we haven't had the corona test, the COVID-19 actual test. Um, the only time they've done that is we've had a couple people in camp came in that did have a high temperature, and they went and got them a test right away. We shut practice down for the day until they came back and tested negative and resumed uh, practicing. Um, for the and, and then, like, the dugout, once we're in, like, a – I, the team's kind of like a family. Once we're in our family space, like in the dugout, in the clubhouse, guys don't have to wear a mask. But all the trainers, all the coaches, any staff are wearing masks and even gloves. Um, umpires are wearing masks that you've seen on TV. Um, but for the most part, the players are kind of like our own little family unit. We try to it's, – it's a little more free reign once we're in the field. Obviously, right now, Major League Baseball and the Players Association are arguing. Hopefully, we'll get a season. They're talking July 4th <laughs> over here. I'm just curious. Um, I don't know how much into specifics you want to get. What salary concessions did you guys have to make in the KBO? Uh, for us, nothing's changed. We're still trying to play a 144-game season, so we're right. very fortunate. Yeah, we haven't had to, to go down that road, thankfully. Um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be weird playing 144 games. We're going to be playing until probably close to Thanksgiving this year just because we were delayed a little over a month, so. But yeah, we're, we're, we're very lucky on that front. It, it's kind of been like almost a perfect time to end up being in, in Korea. So we're lucky with that. That's awesome. That's great to hear. Yeah. And um, what's the situation with your family? I believe you're married. Can, can your wife, yes. is she with yes, you? My wa yes, my wife is here with me. Um, she came when we came uh, March 7th. Uh, so happy to have her here. She, uh, she's uh, awesome. Keeps me going here every day. Um, yeah, it's great. Lucky she's here. And you're killing it in, in the KBO. You're doing great. You did great last year. Your stats are even better so far this year. Last year, I think you had 30 starts, like 177 innings, and you had a great mm -hmm. year. Having a 
awesome year so far through four starts this year. So I assume the goal, Drew, is to get back to the major leagues. But if you don't, is staying in Korea just fine with you? I mean, it is. I mean, it is tough. Like we uh, talk to my wife sometimes, like, how long do we want to do this? Like, wanna, are we going to go back, start a family back home? Like, try to figure all that out. But honestly, yeah, like, it's always a tough question. Are you trying to get back? Well, when I left Major League Baseball, the last pitch I threw in the U.S. was in, major, in the Major Leagues with the Marlins. So, like, for me, it's not always necessarily like, hey, let's try to get back. It's just let's go pitch well and whatever the best opportunity is for me. If it's here, if it's back in the U.S., whatever that is, Japan even. Um, but no, we've enjoyed it here a lot, and uh, you know, just try to do the best. Look, look forward just to the next start, and just keep going from there. Yeah, you 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 put yourself in a great spot. I mean, is it the way you're pitching? You've got to feel good about what you're doing right now. I would think. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's a long season though. Only four starts in. Like you said, right. I had thirty last year. There's a long ways to go. The big thing now is consistency. Going out there every fifth or sixth day, picking up that ball and going deep into the game give our guys a chance to win. As you've seen, the Dinos can score some runs. We'll, we'll hit the ball out of the park. So it's just keeping them in the game. Yeah, for a while I thought you were the highest paid player on the team. I saw you guys got a catcher making a ton of money. Your catcher. Oh, yeah. He's he's the man. We call him Hefe. That's his, like, nickname. He's the man. Uh, he's, uh, yeah, behind the plate, he knows all the hitters. He's been in the league a long time. And just uh, hitting, too. His hitting's phenomenal. He was probably the best hitter in the league last year and will be again this year. Um, so we're lucky to have him for sure. And for those that don't know out there that are listening to the show, so each Korean baseball team gets three foreign players. It used to be two, now it's three. Um, so do guys come at you harder when they know you're a former Major League Baseball player? What's that like when you know they're coming at you? You know, I, I do think they do take different at-bats because they want to they get a hit off you, and they, they know like they're going to have to bring it that day because we're going we're gonna to throw some good stuff at them. Um, but, you know, it's still just baseball. Once we get in the game, everyone's just trying their best to compete. Um, you know, guys are super competitive. They want to get a hit no matter what, whoever's out there. So I don't think it changes a whole lot. All right. Let's, uh, we've talked a lot about your personal career. Let's have a little fun now. Let's talk Buckeye football. How often do you follow the Buckeyes? How big of a Buckeye football fan are you? And just your thoughts on the current state of Ohio State's football program. Oh, you know, we've, I won't say we're crazy followers, but we do pay attention to the games. Honestly, I listen to it on the radio a lot, the radio call. Um, but, uh, you know, I, the football program, I mean, it's phenomenal. The way that way they win every year, it's just crazy how consistent they are. The talent that comes through Ohio State, it's incredible. Um, but, you know, every year we're hoping they win. Love watching them get to the playoffs. Hopefully win the whole thing this year, too. Hopefully there is a season, whatever happens with that. Yeah, let's, let's pray there is a season. I think, yeah. there, I think there will be. We're, the momentum continues to, to mount. Let's talk Buckeye baseball. You pitched for the Buckeyes mm -hmm. from 2008 till 2011. What are your thoughts on the state of the program? I feel like they're doing well, but I just – Drew, I feel like the Buckeyes can do more with baseball. I know we're at a disadvantage in the North. I get it. That's – But what, what are your thoughts on the Buckeye baseball program and what it can be? The disadvantage in the North is tough, man. That's one of the biggest just factors. Because, like, you, you'll see, like, out of the gates, it's tough. I mean, you're traveling every week to go down to Florida or somewhere warm to play and trying to do school, that's a tough, like, I mean, you might leave on a Wednesday night, Thursday, Thursday morning, you're missing class, you're, you're traveling. And then we did that. I know my sophomore year, I think we played more games in the state of Florida than we did at our home stadium. So like that disadvantage of being in the North is so hard for baseball. Um, but you know, uh, coach Beals runs a great program. Guys worked so hard in there. It's very sad that I think they could have had a great season this year that it got cut short. 
Um, but you know, I, I'm in there working out all off season. They're, they're very, I'm very lucky and fortunate that they let me in there to, to do my work in the off season. And I see so much hard work from those guys. And I, I think they put it all out there. I think sometimes just that disadvantage of not being able to kind of like play your round, like the teams in the South are, it's tough. Um, but no, I'm, I'm always super proud of them anytime they win and hopefully they just keep it going. I mean, they won the big 10 tournament. What, uh, not this season, obviously, because it's, and but last year and made the regional so I, I think regional parents I think that's hopefully can expect that from them and I think that's a good start for them and keep going from there. I asked you early about the culture in South Korea I would just want to get one more comment just like uh, tell us more about like hobbies that you're doing out there just fun things that maybe Americans don't know about like what you guys are doing in South Korea and what, what could, <laughs> what's cool over there. Uh, so I love, we actually, we don't have a car, so you can get around by taxi, but our favorite thing is I have a little electric scooter, which don't tell my manager I ride it because he's not the biggest fan of that. But we actually, me and my wife bought our own like little, like, like the bird scooters you'd see downtown kind of thing. Like, I don't know what they are on this bird. Yeah. But, um, we ride those all over and see everything. Like any little, any city we go to, I even bring it with on the road. Um, We'll go whatever there is to see in that city. There's some really cool stuff, like old like temples and stuff. We'll go visit and see. Um, it's a beautiful country. It's unbelievable. Like it's not a very big country. I think it's comparable like to the size of Indiana, uh, but there is 50 million people here. So it's kind of surprising how rural it still is. Every like flat area is a big city, but there's so much like kind of rolling mountains, kind of like like southeast Ohio kind of feel to it. Um, but, you know, we, we, we like to do the normal stuff we do in the U.S. too. We go bowling. We go eat ice cream, the normal stuff. Um, it is a little hard in season because I'm so focused on baseball that I, I, I would love to go fishing and do all kinds of crazy stuff. But I, I try to save my energy the most, most I can for the baseball season. I've asked you a lot of my questions. I always like to finish these up with letting you say anything that you wanted to say that I didn't ask you. Anything you want to say to Buckeye? basketball or excuse me anything you want to say to Buckeye base, <laughs> baseball fans or Buckeye football fans or just baseball fans in general any, anything you want to leave us with Drew oh you know cheer for the dinos where, where I know that's all all there is out there to watch so let's yes sir dinos. yeah so uh and uh Buckeye Nation you guys are the best the fans are amazing and uh, the fans here in NC are awesome too so I uh, just cheer for the dinos let's go I, what they say here is fighting that's like let's go korean style so fighting dinos let's uh keep it rolling and hopefully keep you guys entertained back there when we can i'm gonna get some dinos gear there's no doubt about it. i'm gonna be wearing it proudly here in the capital of ohio drew rosinski you are the man i appreciate you joining me this is definitely my first conversation with anybody in korea uh really cool thank you so much for your time sir Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me on. Anytime. Anytime you want to know what's going on here, too, I'm happy to talk. Uh, I appreciate that so much, and uh, good luck to you, and keep killing it, my friend. All right. Thank you so much. we Will do. Thank you very much to Drew Rosinski for joining us on today's show, and thank you to everybody who tuned in to listen. I really appreciate it. Again, if you like the show and you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review. It really helps. If you're listening on YouTube, subscribe. That also really helps. I really appreciate all you guys tuning in to the show. Let's hear that Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land. Sir. 
Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. 